Hey homies, welcome to a podcast about beautiful music and beautiful people. My name is Mikey. I am joined by one of the coolest, most beautiful people I know, E-Mood. How are ya? What's good, everybody? I'm doing, you know what? I'm doing pretty. I'm tired, but I'm optimistic. That's where we're at. They keep it real with us. I love it. Question for you to kick things off. Would you rather fight one horse-sized Alice in Wonderland or 10 duck-sized Kaiwachis? The floor is yours. Oh, wow. That is (laughs) really funny. And I'm going to have to go with the horse-sized Alice in Wonderland because Kaiwachi scares me. (laughs) Now, I think that's probably the correct answer. But I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to go and fight the 10 Kaiwachis because Allison can fuck you up on a spiritual level. Oh, baby, I want it. Bring it on. <laughs> All right. We're going to get into this. This podcast, we have seven segments to talk about. We're going to start with drop of the week. We're going to go into unwritten rave rules. Next up for our first guest, that's a segment where we invite people to be on the pod and be our first guest. Then we're going to go into our favorite new recent release. Next section is called The Pit. That's a place to discuss any and all topics. Anything goes in the pit. And last up, news with your booze. That's us. We're going to give you some news. So we're going to kick things off. Drop of the week. E-Mood, what do you got for us? You know what? I don't think everyone's ready for this, to be honest. But <laughs> we're going we're gonna to kick it off. Listen, I don't know what my life was before Bass House. <laughs> what was your life before Bass House? I don't remember. It was nothing. <clears throat> Bass House is life. Listen, and everyone's going to learn this about me because I love every genre under the EDM umbrella. I love every single one. But Bass House consistently ranks up at the top. Because it's always high energy. You know, when you're in a crowd full of people and, like, everyone is dancing at the same tempo, like, Bass House always hits. So, tell us, what is the name of this beautiful drop that we just heard? It's called Arena, I think. (laughs) I don't know how to pronounce it. It's A-A-R-E-N-A. Arena. And how do you pronounce the artist? I soak so? I-S-O-X-O. <laughs> Arena by I soak so. If anyone knows the correct pronunciation, please correct us. But the music is legit. Oh my God, it's so ballin'. And fun fact, it samples um, Natasha Bedingfield's I Got a Pocket Full of Sunshine. <laughs> it does. I forgot about that. Like, come on. How, like, if there were any song to turn into a bass song, like, 
It's Natasha Bedingfield, pocket full of sunshine. <laughs> it has it all. It has it all. Something for everyone. When was the last time you uh, got the wind knocked out of you? Uh, probably playing soccer when I was a kid. So that's funny because one time when I was 12, playing soccer as a kid, I got the wind knocked out of me and like, I don't know, when, when you get the wind knocked out of you, it's like uh, 10, 15 seconds of like total fear that you're never going to breathe again. This particular time, 10 seconds went by. It's like, okay, I, I can make it through. 20 seconds goes by. I was like, this this could be it. You know, after 30 seconds, I totally forgot what it felt like to breathe. And 40 seconds on all fours, this is terrifying. And that is exactly what I felt like the first time that I listened to this drop. Bring it on. We are the resistance. Putting pressure on the system. We are the resistance. <laughs> Sorry, it just keeps going. I love this song. And just like that, our faces are melted. Mm. So thank you to BTSM and Heritage for creating that song called Resistance. If you didn't know it already, check it out. It's wonderful. So that's Drop of the Week. Next up, we're going to go to Unwritten Rave Rules of the Week. Uh, I'm going to lead this one off. I have something prepared for this one, actually. Bring it on. Uh, This is directed at a certain population of people. This is for you. Hi. Are you one of those people who barges through crowds at shows and festivals? Does everyone around you seem upset as you mush your way through? Well, have I got the solution for you. It's a revolutionary system we call the excuse me sorry method. And the best part, it's incredibly easy to use and will cost you nothing. Use the excuse me sorry method and your troubles will be behind you. Not sure how it works? Lucky for you, I am here to tell you. Next time you're about to start barreling through unsuspecting ravers, Take a second, slow down, and as you're moving through the crowd, say, Excuse me, sorry, excuse me, pardon me, my bad, hi, so sorry, excuse me. And if you'll notice, I threw in some additional phrases like, Pardon me, my bad, so, so sorry. As you start to become, you know, a more experienced, excuse me, sorrier, you can start to work in some of those, you know, expert level phrases. But there you have it, the excuse me, sorry method. That's my... Number one rule for everyone ever going to a show or a rave, just say, excuse me, sorry. And that's it. It's pretty much the golden rule. Other than consent is sexy. It's super sexy. (laughs) And mandatory. (laughs) (laughs) And required. And required. On the other end of the spectrum, if you're in the crowd and someone is politely cutting through saying, excuse me, sorry, don't get mad at them. They have a place to go. They have friends to see. We're all just here for a good time. So, excuse me, sorriers, unite. Over to you, Moody. All right, okay. So, hear me out on this one. Unwritten rave rule of the week. I feel really strongly about this. Keep your candy messages uplifting. What does that mean? I'm going to tell you. Candy, as we all know, are the bracelets that we handshake other people to 
giveaway and the whole act of plurring someone to me is a very like it's a spiritual thing it's an emotional thing it's something that you know it's an experience that you get to connect with a complete stranger and there's something so profound about that that when I get plurred by someone and the candy they give me says ass and titties, I'm like, <laughs> what was the point of that? <laughs> I don't understand. So I feel very strongly about this. If you're going to plur someone who is a stranger, you know, that's one thing if it's like, all right, this is an inside joke I have with someone and I like made this specific candy for a friend and like it might say something vulgar on it or whatever, but it's an inside joke and they think it's funny, like totally understand. But if you're plurring a stranger and you're giving them something like, you know, like I said, ass and titties or whatever it is, like it's just don't do it. <laughs> just don't do it. And I have to tell you, this is sacrilege to some people, but if I get plurred something like that or something random sometimes that like doesn't even make sense or like it's a word that I've never even heard of or whatever, um, my wife and I do cut those candy. I'm so sorry, but we, we repurpose the beads to make uplifting messages. So the, the ass and titty beads are used for We have for to nice take them messages. out of circulation. We just have to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, like I said, some people think it's sacrilege, but I just, we recycle the beads. And I think that's, that's, you know, like that's sustainability. That's paying it forward. It's all of the things. <laughs> it's, it's just a kind act that you guys. It's what just are, a kind what, act. What are some on the opposite end of the spectrum candy that you have gotten that you really enjoyed or thought was funny or good or marvelous you know what actually quick story the very first candy i was ever plurred said you are out of this world and it had a cute little ceramic alien on it and a mushroom on it and i thought it was the dopest thing i loved it it was my first festival which was izu uh, 2019 and I think it was like the first day it was the first day we like had finished and we were in the ferry line to like go back to Manhattan from Randall's Island and this guy just like flared me and that's what he gave me the very next day I had it on my right hand instead of my left it should have been on my left I had it on my right hand which is your plurring hand and I saw a, a someone who was my age who appeared to be with her mom. And I was like, oh my God, you know, in my head, I'm like, of course I'm already lovey-dovey because I'm like in like the magical EDM play world that that is Izu or any festival. And I'm like, oh my God, I need to go talk to this, you know, objectively older person to tell them I'm so happy they're here because there are so many people who are older and afraid to come to these events that I think it's, you know, such an important thing to embrace everyone, especially the older people. So I, I run up to this woman, you know, complete stranger. I'm like, thank you so much for being here. I, I can't like tell you how much I appreciate you like being here. And then she's like, oh my God, thank you so much. And I go to plur her. 
Like, I was so excited just seeing her that I didn't think ahead of time. I, I didn't look at my arm and decide what I was going to blur her. And that so was I the just... only one you had? Uh, on no, arm? I had... That's the other thing. I had <gasps> I had probably 10 other <laughs> candy on my arm, but I was like... Moody! I, like, I freaked out in the moment, and I was like, okay, uh, here, here, I get, you get this one. And I gave her the one that was given to me, my very first, so I, like, didn't wow. even get to, to keep it, but that's what it said. It said, you were out of this world, it had a ceramic alien, it was so lovely, I loved it. You're, you're <laughs> literally just too sweet for your own good, like, you... I, oh, it is what it is, it's a gift and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> At Izu last year, there was this girl that was headbanging that gave me, during Seven Lions, a candy that said Thruple Love. That's got to be one of my favorites. Just perfectly timed for the Seven Lions set. Yeah, do you know why? Yeah. Okay. Because they're a Thruple. Yeah. They're a Thruple, yeah. That's Gem so and Tari awesome. And yes. Mr. Lions. We love it. All right, next up, we have for our first guest. Moody, why don't you take this away? So for our first guest, mine would be BT. BT stands for Brian Transow, which for those of you who don't know, he is pretty much known as the godfather of trance. And I got into his music in 2002. My older brother, uh, who was very much into all different kinds of genres of music, introduced me to this person bt who i had never heard of before and uh you know this is back in the the lime wire frost wire days when or napster if you will when you had to illegally <clears throat> download your mp3s when uh you know aol was dial up and you couldn't use the phone because you were on <laughs> I, i'm gonna have nightmares about that tonight. oh my god seriously so he introduced me to BT um, in 2002 and it, it was just really life-changing for me because I'd never heard of any like real electronic music before then. And BT, he was just, he, he has been a trailblazer in, in many different ways. He like knows how to take apart a synth and like put it back together to make different noises than it did before. <laughs> like. The man's a genius. You should see his studio has hundreds of synths that's like outside. He, he built this massive studio that's outside of his home and it has hundreds of synths from like, you know, the, the beginning days of when they first were made. He has modular synths that, you know, have patches that you can put together to make different waveforms and like you know I, i'm not that knowledgeable about like the exact terms but it's just insane to me and he is so sweet i've met him twice um super nice guy but yeah i would love to just pick his brain about literally anything <laughs> we can talk about hot dogs so brian if you're out there we would love to have you come on the pod we have some important hot dog questions for you so if you have some time, Very important. super duper important. Would love to have you. Super duper. For our first guest. Also funny because I don't even eat meat. I don't know why I chose hot dog. We'll talk about vegan hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first thing that came to my head. All right, Mikey. All right, Mikey. Who would be your first guest and why? 
I'm I'm already cheating like I am in every other segment because it's not just one person. Um, I had this idea of having a discussion about which memes to put in songs. And our friend, Mr. Subtronics, Jesse, is a big fan of doing this. So obviously something that hasn't been done before and I think needs to be done is I think we need to integrate Elmo into some music. And you might think, hey, there's some other members of the Sesame Street gang that might be better. But no, it's it's Elmo or nothing. And I put something together, a little sample um, that I'm excited to play. This is uh, one particular Elmo meme I'm talking about. You know it because I've sent it to you guys a million times. It's Elmo <laughs> with his arms in the air, looking up with just flames behind him. Just, Whenever I see oh my God. this gif, I always think of you. It's, it's probably my number one favorite GIF. That's really what this comes down to, is I need this GIF to be out there. Bring it on. I'm so fucking excited for this. No! No! You're already... What's a firehouse? Is it a house that's on fire? so happy to be in this Subtronic song. The song is Screamsaver, if you haven't heard it. It goes very hard. Jesse, if you want to come talk about Elmo, please join us. Next up, uh, this is a TikTok I saw, and I immediately thought of Kaiwachi. I don't swear like that either. I would never say that in front of him. I'm not lying to you. I'm- Shut up! I have an edit. This is an example of what this might look like if we bring Lil Homie on stage. (laughs) And one final one. So this is the original meme. Yo, that shit was boysy boysy. For real, for real. My lord. These fries are unequivocally fucking busted. <laughs> I've never seen that before. My lord, these lasers are unequivocally fucking busted. So that is Eternal Now by LS Dream, and the lasers are unequivocally fucking busting. So that does it for me. For our first guest, Subtronics, Kaiwachi, LS Dream, open invite. Come talk to us about Elmo, kids yelling, shut up, bitch. Come talk to us about hot dogs. (laughs) Hot dogs are still on the table. (laughs) Kaiwachi definitely eats large amounts of hot dogs, hamburgers. I'd say that's a valid guess, yeah. All right, without further ado, let's talk about our favorite new release. Um, a common theme of this show has been us not being able to pick just one thing. So in that vein, uh, I don't have one release. I have a collection of 18 songs. Uh, it's called Chime Presents Rushdown 100. Rushdown is Chime's label, and in celebration of their 100th release, they put together a collection 
of some of their favorite songs, but not just the original songs that were released. It's actually a lot of VIP tracks. This one playing right now is called Sherwood. Uh, it's song originally released in 2018, uh, but the VIP version is out now, the 2022 version, and it's tremendous. I would highly recommend everyone checking this out. I think Frenchie put it best. Do you want to tell the people who Frenchie is? Frenchie is the most perfect alien babe to ever exist. She is my other half, she is my wife, and I adore the fuck out of her. That's just an incredible, incredible introduction to Frenchie. Frenchie sent this to us, and I think she said, I just want to lie on the ground in a dark room with lasers going on and let all of this wash over me. And I thought that was perfect. I had the same exact feeling. And that's why she's my soulmate. <laughs> Alien, babe. <laughs> Other songs on this that I really like. Starlight by Caval, Tongues of Fire, Ace Aura, Dark Cosmos by That One Phoenix, Rushdown 2 by Asterisk, and Duality are some of the tracks in this collection that I really enjoyed. I enjoyed all of them, but those were the ones that I was like, ooh, write it down. Um, so yeah, highly recommend Rushdown 100, shout out Chime, congrats on all the success of your label, and here's to the next 100. So here is Starlight VIP by Caval. Take a listen, ladies and gents, bays and thems, it's magnificent. It's really nice. And that's halfway through the song. There's another two minutes. And that is how you finesse, ladies and gentlemen. Finesse. Fi- finance. Finance. That's how you finance, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And that is how you finance. Oh. All right. What do you got for us? What do I have for you? So originally I was going to do just a song, but because Mikey brought us home with the album, I was like, you know what? I'm going to drop an album, too. So mine is the one and only Alice in Wonderland loner. She has a happy song on this album, I have to say. Very proud. She has a happy song. It's true. So that's one of the reasons why I picked it. Because if anyone out there is an Alice in Wonderland fan, you know her content gets pretty in the feels it's you know an emotional roller coaster on most songs (laughs) um but that's what makes her her and the fact that this album has yeah you know a few uplifting songs that was really key for me because i think something important as a dj myself slash producer is you have to balance 
the sad with the uplifting happy because if you're just doing sad music all the time you're going to reflect those feelings so i was really 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 stoked to see some more upbeat uh content on this album and frenchie and i saw her her tour that just came through new york and it was phenomenal i mean we've seen her live four times now and that was just absolutely mind-blowing like without a doubt her best album her best set like it was just she is a triple threat because she put so much time and effort into the music itself the lights and the production of the show like the graphics that she uses she has live drummers come out like that's awesome come on man like you can't get any cooler than that and like it's such a cool like mix of creativity like she's so creative i i I don't i've never like well i don't want to say i've never seen someone as creative because you know there's so many creative people out there but like she is just a fucking boss she truly is um she's absolutely a big boss a big boss, yeah. She's the boss. She's daddy boss. <laughs> I know people on Twitter call her dad because people started calling her mom and she didn't she didn't like that. And so now people are calling her dad. Dad? Alright, so let's listen to some music. So here's my first song that I picked from Allison Wonderland's new album, Loner, titled Forever. makes me want to just like pull my pashmina over my head and just like cross my arms uh, get lost in the sauce yeah could get lost in the sauce in this one for sure <laughs> oh it's such a sweet uh, song and then into the piano like come on come on for those of you who don't know she is a classically trained cello player cellist on her last tour she did um, she did a warehouse tour and she played the cello live and I was like, dude, she's so fucking cool. Like, come on. That's like rad. <laughs> it's so rad. <laughs> so I chose that song off the album because, um, again, a main theme in a lot of her music is mental health. And I think it's so great that she's such an outspoken artist about self-care and you know taking a break when you need to and choosing yourself it's such an important message especially in today's world you know we need more of it because if more people love themselves they'd be able to love everyone else around them can i get a amen amen <laughs> all right so my other track yes i was hoping we would get another one hell yeah this next one is Eyes Closed by Alice in Wonderland. (laughs) 
This is like something that I hadn't really heard from her before. Dude, she's never done anything like this before. That's so cool to see an artist just like growing, you know? Like Insane. their music taste so, evolving and hearing it in their music. That's so cool. When she played this song live when on her current tour, I was like, oh my, my mind blew up because I love drum and bass. And I didn't know it was her song at the, at the time because she hadn't released her album yet. So she was just playing it out, you know, and you know, I was like, oh, it's someone else's song. But then when the album dropped and I heard the song, I was like, no shit, she wrote that song. <laughs> I was so stoked. I love drum and bass. So, um, yeah, man. Eyes closed. I love it. I fucking love it. Give me more. Give me more. Give me mass. All right, are we, are we good on releases? You want to say anything else wonderful about Allison? This is the time. I mean, I could talk about Allison all night if you really wanted me to. We know that, I mean, I would take her in a fight over 10 small kaiwachis. I I definitely couldn't choose the kaiwachi. Just it, it could be an ant-sized kaiwachi, and I'd run for the hills still. <laughs> no offense, Allison. I'm sure you could fucking beat someone's ass. Like I'm like no doubt about that. I'm sure of it. Especially when you're walking around with your bottle of vodka. I know that's like a. Uh, did you see Valentino Khan was no. Allison for Halloween last year? That's tremendous. And he like had, you know, he put a wig on and he had like a really long, extra, extra large shirt. And uh, I think he like he had like a bottle of it was either Absolute or Smirnoff or like Grey Goose. It was like one of those things. And so just like walking around with the bottle, like like drinking out of the bottle. That's unreal. (laughs) Valentino Khan was one of the first uh, EDM sets at a festival I ever saw. Oh, wow. They were just like throwing you to the wolves, huh? Yes. <laughs> they were like, here, have some have some heavy trap. Um, no, I think I'm going to go with like, Allison. That's up there with Kaiwachi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're definitely different types of heavy, um, but it's, sure. it is up there. But Allison's just going to make a grown man cry, so she has i just want to make a grown man cry next up we're gonna go to the pit a place to discuss any and all topics anything goes in the pit so in the spirit of the pit i want to talk about this young man who i saw on twitter i only know him as the rave ref he shows up to raves in a ref outfit whistle yellow card i think he has like fans as well and whenever there's a mosh pit he stands in the center and has his whistle ready and you know what I have a video. There's a man upside down in this mosh pit. So I don't know if that means the rave ref was or wasn't doing his job, but I support it. Do you even mosh? Do you even mosh? Have a Did I ever show you the video from Zoo in the Zomboy mosh pit that I had? Yeah, where you like fall down. Yeah, I got smoked. <laughs> Here's one more video I have of him. Refereeing a sword fight i love his little outfit i know he's got like the nice like short shorts and the tucked in shirt i love a good daytime festival mosh pit you know, when everyone can right? see everything, it's good times. Yeah, this is definitely more safe, like, or it's definitely safer then because you, 
aren't like you can see where the you can ground see is. yeah it's definitely safer um i have i have a thought that any artists who regularly have mosh pits at their shows should consider bringing on a rave ref to their little travel party to be part of their contingent i love and it this person is responsible for every mosh pit making sure they get off okay, making sure, you know, there's no injuries, stepping in, just fostering the good vibes in the pit. Fostering the good vibes. So, Mr. Rave Ref out there, props to you. We love your work. Keep doing your thing. Love it. And so my topic for anything to discuss in the pit is something that I think about quite regularly, actually. Um, I live in New York City, for those of you who don't know. My bone to pick with most venues in New York City is that, and and you know what, first of all, I want to say this, I don't blame them because I understand that venues are trying to fill their shows, you know, they're trying to push max capacity. I get it. I know you're trying to stay afloat, but <laughs> I really wish there was a venue or multiple where there were capacity restrictions within areas on the dance floor. The the Alice in Wonderland show that we went to, we were at the front, in front of the stage, like, trying to be in the middle. Well, actually, we were trying to be at the rail. And we got there, like, two hours early, and everyone was already at the rail. Oh. Like, <laughs> Allison fans are, like, legit. Dude, they all had the merch on. I mean, we did, too. We had, you know, our jerseys and our pearlers and all that. But... They, like, none of them went to the bathroom. I swear to God. They held it for hours. Oh they were like, gosh. this is, like, Times Square type deal on New Year's Eve. I am not moving from this spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that happened. And then a bunch of people, of course, came in right before Allison went on. Like, you know, they skipped the openers altogether. And they came in, like, ten minutes before Allison went on. And, of course, right at the front... Everyone is crowding in, and it's like, dude, you can't even put your arm in the air because you're sardined. You're just sardined. And, like, how is anyone supposed to dance when you're a sardine in a can? You can't. I I don't know what it looks like, but wouldn't it be cool if, like, you had certain areas on a dance floor where only a certain amount of people were allowed in, and then once it hit its capacity, like, no more people could come in? What a concept. And you could have room to dance. Like, listen, oh bottom God. line, we just want some room to boogie. That's it. Is it too much Dude. to ask? Yeah. And and if you're one of those people who goes to a show and you just stand there and you don't even, like, try to move with the beat, I'm sorry. You have to go to the back. Like, you cannot be at the front. You just can't. We're grooving at the front. You can't do it. We're moving. We're grooving We're at the bopping. front. We are here to see this person and... Again, as a DJ myself, I can tell you there's nothing worse. <laughs> there's nothing worse than looking out at the dance floor and seeing people just standing there staring at you. <laughs> move, people, it move. It sucks. It makes you feel shitty inside. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. You're like, oh, okay, this person clearly is not having a good time at all at the music that I'm playing. So I don't know why they're here. Just, you got to dance and you got to give people room. You do. You do. And if you need to get somewhere, just say, excuse me, sorry, on your way. When it's a Full big circle. mush of people, 
you can't get anywhere if we implemented emood's new dancing capacity rules could have been the best show ever and it would help with spreading germs just saying yes we want to spread as many germs as possible let's help spread them (laughs) spread those good vibe germs spread them germies that's all we can ask for well this has been a wonderful time in the pit discussing things with you i look forward to the next time we're here Last section of the day is news with your booze. That's us. Uh, I've got a few, two things for us to talk about today. I wanted to look back on one of the biggest weekends of the year for electronic music, Insomniac's EDC Las Vegas. I get a lot of my news for EDM from Stage Hoppers. Would recommend if anybody. They also have a partnership with EDM Train which if you're in the EDM community, I'm sure you have looked up shows on EDM train before. Um, So Stage Hoppers is a great resource, and that's where I look to find some of this news. For EDC Las Vegas, they have a lot of full sets up there. I just watched Porter Robinson's full set today, and it was marvelous. So check them out. Some highlights from EDC Las Vegas. Snoop Dogg made an appearance. Jaws brought him on stage. Snoop Dogg. And he release an nft because that's what everyone aspires to do when they perform at edc las vegas so very happy for him love you snoop another fun moment that i really enjoyed seeing uh so kx5 is uh, is that how you say it do you know these i think so yeah uh cascade and dead yeah mouse. yeah kx5 <laughs> dead mouse and cascades collab um they have a song called escape it's a banger. Would highly recommend. It's such a banger that a lot of people have remixed it, including Subtronics. And when Subtronics was playing his remix, something marvelous happened. These two legends of the game, Dead Mouse and Cascade, came on stage to surprise him. And he was very excited. And it was a wholesome moment. If you're watching, here's the video of this wonderful moment. If you're listening... Enjoy the remix playing here. Wow, had he like never met them before? I don't know. That's so sick. It is. I didn't know Subtronics did a remix of this. I'm stoked to listen to it. Looks like it's unreleased. Stoked to hear that one. Yeah. Wow. That was something special. I, I, I would have paid a lot of money to be at this. Nice Jesse Shriek to close this out. <laughs>
Oh, man, I, I, I could feel the good energy radiating from that video. That, that's just... Woo! I got goosebumps. Yeah. So if you go on Subtronic's Twitter, actually, he tweeted extensively about it, what a cool experience it was for him. So that's just, as a fan of the genre, something very cool to see. I really enjoy seeing the artists lift each other up and support each other like that. So I thought that was super cool. One other note from EDC Las Vegas. If any of you were present Sunday night, late night, early morning sets, you might have wondered why the speakers were seemed low, why there was no pyro. There was a reason. There were high winds. They had to cut the pyro. You can't have fire blowing over people. And for safety, they had to lower the speaker towers. So is a bummer, but it was for safety reasons. Don't take it out on the artist. It was like Excision, Armin, Cascade, some of the people playing. At one point, I think Kinetic Field closed down completely. Like they had to evacuate because of high winds. I saw it on EDM Maniac, actually. They posted, they were like, Kinetic Field is shut down due to high winds. And I was like, oh, damn. And I know that's hurt. That's happened before, actually, in past years. So speaking of festivals, I'm going to talk about another one that I really would like to attend. Elements Music and Arts Festival announced their Phase 2 and giveaway. This is really just an excuse to talk about Elements because it looks so cool. They have four stages that represent each of the four elements. Fire, water, air, and earth. Shout out the Avatar, my boy Aang. They also have a Wub Hub, which I presume is a hub where there are wubs. Uh, the lineup this year features Fisher, Cascade, Zed's Dead, Sophie Tucker, Duke Dumont, Rez, Liquid Stranger, Tycho, many more, Dr. Fresh. That is a killer lineup, I have to say. It's quite, it's quite nice. Uh, and also, it's not just music, it's an arts festival, don't forget that. So, barring any massive rain, I have high hopes that it's going to be a tremendous weekend. Tremendous! Uh, tremendous. So that concludes news with your booze and also concludes episode one of this podcast to be named at a later date. To be named at a later date. That's a pretty good name. To be named at a later date. TDLR. Too long didn't read. TLDR. It really flows off the tongue. I think I could get behind that. That's nice. I love it. Well, to anyone out there listening, thank you very much. We had fun making this, and we're going to have fun continuing to make these. Thank you all for listening. Emood, why don't you say something nice to the people? Love, peace, and grease. And cupcakes. Is that a cupcake? It's a cupcake that I'm going to eat. Do you have any any hot dogs? I don't have any hot dogs, man. I should have said cupcakes before, and (laughs) hot dogs was what came to my mind. So... Here we go. Weed, weed and cupcakes. That's you're living the life right there. We <laughs> peaked. I don't think there's we any peaked. going up from that. Absolutely not. And you know what? It's uh, it's gonna be a plateau of peaking because we're just gonna stay here forever. Fuck yeah. No descent. None. No descent. Impossible. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's been real. Later, homies. Peace.